Boy, this was a tough assignment, and I had to come. This up was with- tougher than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, because wow. I have I was like at twenty, and I'm oh, like, how am I going to, you know? And that was just being very generous with like, it could easily have doubled that. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know. Yeah, um, I don't even know if I agree with my own list, but here it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let me let me give you guys an update on things uh, as far as our calendar. I mean, fucking wild card, man. Wow, um, we are off. we are booked all the way through May April twenty fourth. <laughs> wow! Um, and then we're booking like in two interviews every weekend. Every weekend, plus Good we Lord. got we got um, we already got we're booking into May right now. Um, and he said he's he's just getting started. He asked me for all the dates. I thought he was kidding me. I gave him all the dates. <laughs> I I wouldn't surprise me if he could finish it up. The, season, the whole year Holy. yeah um oh, and holy. and um i didn't know he had that many connections jeez this, louise geez, man I, this, this fucking guy knows everybody man i had no idea he knew i didn't know either so it's just like this is just like blowing <laughs> wow, right that's up that's crazy i know right it's just like yeah it's just it's just ridiculous man we are we are booked that's crazy solid for two months man she's louise i know Excellent. i know man he's he's he's, <laughs> he's killing it three months we're booked three months that's crazy i know wow. i had yeah. no idea he had so many connections yeah Gee, yeah we have solid shows the first oh, opening we have right now is may, may 8th at four o'clock um <laughs> may 8th. right i know wild, wild card, card bitches <laughs> hey man this is trevor william church of haunt and beast maker and you're watching heavy metal horror thank you I am Montag, Master of Illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, this is Chop Down, stay heavy. Injured. And you are watching and listening to Heavy Heavy Metal. Metal. Kitties, we've got a good show tonight. We've uh, put ourselves through the ringer on this one. We're giving ourselves an impossible task. Uh-huh. Uh, no, no joy in Mudville tonight, because <laughs> we have decided to take on the unenviable task of doing the top ten vocalists of all time, any genre. Okay, not just metal. We're metal guys, but, you know, we are also pretty diverse in our own other musical tastes. It's not the only thing we listen to. And to come up with a top 10 list, oh, it, it, it was difficult. It was, uh, that, that's yeah. saying the least, I think. Uh, did you guys also find this quite a bit challenging? Yeah, I kind of regret even coming up with the assignment now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, I could at least add 30 to 50. I mean, it was yeah. so difficult to chop this down to 10. I self-imposed metal metal vocalists just to just to narrow the field. Okay. So my my all my ten are metal vocalists. Um, that's so, not uh, the assignment there, Dreadbull. Um, I do what I want. You get a D for not doing it right. D. I do what I want. Not for Dreadbull. <laughs> that's right. Didn't follow the assignment. D. All right. I'll just. Oh, 
steal one of yours then (laughs) (laughs) all right hey let's let's start with number 10 chop top who's your number 10 number 10 i chose bob seeger it holds a lot of it's it's very personally meaningful to me um seeger was always playing around the house when i was younger mom and dad had him playing and uh uh just the soul and his voice and just songs you know beyond you know what everybody knows the you know old-time rock and roll but he has such a vast catalog and such meaningful deep lyrics uh, yeah yeah that uh (laughs) that that for me it's just uh yeah it's personally uh just yeah i'm a seeger fan from way back so bob seeger number 10 nice sweat pulls out your body oh hold on that's that's james hetfield i go rock (laughs) yeah 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 great pick bob seeger i love that dude yeah. Love that guy. Good, good music, man. Yeah, All right, Dreadbolt, number 10. Okay, this one's kind of weird. I'll, I'll I'll give you that. We would it's expect nothing less. A bit unexpected, but this is in the uh so this is in the hair metal category. Oh. I'm going with a little throwback, Sebastian Bach. Oh, I, really? I think this dude is freaking I almost in his heyday, Sebastian yeah. Bach was phenomenal singer. Wailed. Uh, yeah, I mean, he had all the elements. He had this incredible range. I loved his style, you know, his ability to s- sustain these crazy long high notes. Uh, you know, he had a power and a smoothness to his vocals that were kind of unique. Uh, I, I, I really, I just, I just wish Skid Row could have kept it together and put put more music out. You know, how many albums just... do they do? Like three? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, something like they that. Did three I don't with know. the original three. lineup, and then they went on with different vocalists for a bunch of yeah. Okay, never the same. I think I saw them sometime. It opened for somebody else. I saw yeah, Sebastian Bach. Maybe they go at Toledo Harley Davidson, and he put on a hell of a show. And he was just a solo band. It was it was great. Huh. Yeah, they're uh, like his vocals on uh, "Slave to the Grind" are, are just phenomenal. I uh, yeah, okay. I just his career was too short, and I, I wish I wish he had a bigger catalog of uh, stuff and would have s- sustained himself longer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's there that's you go. Good. That's a that's a good pick there. Thank good you. pick there, Thank Dread. Uh, my number ten, um, Steve Perry. I thought about yeah. this one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, and I guess this is a good time as any to to really kind of talk about what makes a great vocalist. I guess we should have prefaced some of those ideas. And what I my imagine for vocalists is not someone who, just who has a great range, but someone who, through their singing, ties themselves inextricably to a band or song or movement an era you know you cannot separate the vocals from the music in a way mm-hmm. and there's 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 emotion there there they can be they can move me emotionally um in, in a way because someone who can sing notes doesn't necessarily move me passionately and like fuck i didn't you know uh I, there was someone i just i'm gonna add right now as a fourth <laughs> honorable <laughs> mention um because i i know none of none of us um are going to include this person um so that's how i'm defining it and so for me steve perry you i mean the new singer is fantastic don't get me wrong this this guy is amazing um and a band sounds great but when you look back at classic journey steve perry's vocals coming and you cannot tell me his, his range is beautiful the voice is powerful it could be oh. it could be delicate and soft but but you can't say you can't have journey really with without steve perry and so for me that that's my first pick yeah fantastic pick 
Great pick. That was and one that I was considering. Those... Oh, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. No, I, I was going to say, Dred, along those lines, I mean, obviously you talk about being moved and Steve Perry. Yeah. He is a voice that can move you. I mean, get you goosebumps all over. And yeah, even as a man saying that, so that's to me, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Because obviously they're known for, you know, all the ladies are crazy about him, everything, but no, when you can do that as a vocalist and you can still move you, you know, mm-hmm. get a ghost, that goosebump feeling. Yeah. Hands down. He's, he's tremendous. Yeah. You talk about criteria and what kind of what we're, we're looking for in, in vocalists. It's that emotional component mm-hmm. above all for, well, not above all for me, but, but uh, you know, the range and all that is, is great, but the ability to convey the emotion of the song and sort of almost that it's almost like an acting performance in a lot of ways. So uh, yeah, can move you emotionally and give you the goosebumps and stuff. That's Mm-hmm. and really perform yeah. the song rather than just sing it right <clears throat> that makes when, all the difference yeah you put on lights i mean come on it, it, there's just it's a beauty it's yeah. a beautiful song and that's because of his his vocal styling you know yep. so yeah. all right number nine shop number nine ray alder vocalist for fate's warning same with oh, redemption yeah. has his own mm. yeah his own solo album uh what the water wants which i highly highly recommend of course i have it um but what here's my surprise face what (laughs) (laughs) no you yeah Um, but uh no guys i just think uh he changed the face of fate's warning for the better when he came in i mean i do like john arch i love the earlier stuff as well especially awaken the guardian which is classic but ray just took that band with his voice and what he could do with it and other levels especially how they progressed through music and stuff and he can go from the quietest stuff to just you know belting stuff high pitch stuff to his range is incredible and he he's also one that gives you the goosebump feelings mm-hmm. on a lot of the fates warning tracks so he's away on, F- on fwx right is that yeah yep. that him? yes oh yeah that's, oh, a, that's like love that album oh yes. man i gotta go back to that stuff now that you mentioned that mm-hmm. i could have forgot about him but gosh no. i yeah. know i know yeah. see this is this is what's uh, great about it's great. like this this is yeah. why I want a bloodletter. I got to drop because, this down <laughs> because you know she has a whole other musical taste. I'm like, oh, bloodletter, come on, come on the show. We want it, we want it. And she thought it was all metal. I'm like, no, read, read the prompt. It's all genres. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was she was unable to join us today. So good yeah, pick, shop top. Number nine, guys. Great Thanks, pick, guys. great pick. All right, Dreadbolt number nine. Okay, this is a guy that I think I believe you guys probably have not even heard of. This is a guy by the name of Damian Wilson. So I first heard this guy uh, as a uh, guest singer on some Arion albums and his voice just blew me away. Like, so he's kind of a, he's kind of a vocal mercenary. He's appeared on over 70 separate albums in his career. Uh, He's, he's got a couple bands that he's, he's sung for uh, headspace threshold. Uh, Those are two different bands. Uh, Heard of threshold. Yeah. He's um. He's done stuff with uh, After Forever. That was Floor Jansen's old band, a band called Landmark. I, I mean, appearances everywhere. He's done a lot of the air, a lot of different things for uh, on Arion. But he's got there's a tone to his voice and a it's super clean. He's just got one of those voices that is really really pristine. It almost sounds like a woodwind instrument or something when he sings. Oh, it's so wow. clean. Uh, <clears throat> probably the most pristine vocals that i've ever heard out of a vocalist it is there's just a tone and a and a clean quality to his stuff that is fantastic and this guy yeah really jumped out and you know like arian does he might have a dozen vocalists on on an album Mm -hmm. you know playing different parts and stuff 
and uh man his his vocals jump out every time i hear him so as i was going back kind of looking at my stuff yeah damien wilson really awesome dude I, i've got to listen to some arian after we talked about like when we did our album covers and you'd mentioned them it's yeah. like that's a band i've never listened to and uh so i've, I've got a i've got incredible to check stuff out. and yeah. i noticed uh the charismatic voice just interviewed arjun lucasen oh, <laughs> who, oh who is arian he does everything he's kind of the, oh nice yeah, he writes everything <laughs> himself and composes and produces uh he is arian so <clears throat> well one day cool. one day we'll uh will be uh you know on her show or she'll come on ours you know right that'd be nice um yeah that's great that's great um yeah i, I forgot to mention you know we, we gotta we gotta the next show we gotta give a shout out to doug you know doug helvering because he oh. gave a shout out to us so i want to return the favor uh-huh. you know maybe i'll have to put it in the beginning of the show yeah you know and uh just to say thanks because he's been super supportive of us and just a good good guy and it's just fun to have yep. him on you know yeah. so yeah uh, yeah all right I'm sorry i missed that show that last one was, yeah it was good that was good a year interview yeah it was just a nice discussion man it was good mm-hmm. all right my number nine this is one uh, you were both gonna know uh this is one uh i think uh, at least m- uh dreadbull and i have grown up listening to um i know i did from earliest my earliest memories of, of hearing this voice from like age four on cannot separate this voice from the band john fogarty oh um, you know, okay yeah ccr nice. man ccr <laughs> oh, um, God. love this band it's one of my favorite rock and roll bands of all time uh certainly one of my favorite oh. american rock and roll bands Indeed. and fogarty's ability to convey emotion um and he's got this kind of wailing quality about his voice and kind of there's this rawness to his voice and that that really kind of comes across in like the heavier songs you know like uh (laughs) i'll cut this out Uh, uh in songs like fortunate son Oh, really yeah. hear that kind of wailing sound um and you get this kind of this songs like born on the bayou where he yeah. you know he just has that and then he could really belt it out like um on a on a american or a traveling band you know mm-hmm. it, it, so i grew up hearing his voice and just cannot i mean he's just a foundational to my whole life and I, I i love ccr i will listen to ccr till the day i die and that's uh most great part because of Fogarty's voice. Well, I, I think along with obviously not only the fantastic voice, but he had the pulse on everything that was going on in America. I mean, you read the lyrics and stuff. He was right. He knew what he was writing about, you know, and uh, everything that was going on from Vietnam to uh, social climate to, you know, anything. And uh, so, yeah, Fogarty, that's a fantastic choice. Gosh. Yeah. CCR, man. I listen to them too. Still to this day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. My parents, uh, big ccr fans they played a lot of it when i was a kid and uh yeah you'd never get you can never get tired of that stuff mm-hmm. and one of the more unique bands man they just they carved out their own little niche their own sound uh man yeah great stuff mm-hmm. great choice it's great yeah, choice. thanks great thanks choice. all right chop top number eight eight would probably surprise you that's probably not higher because i just i have again we're going across all genres so but jeff tate is number eight Mm-hmm. I have to include Jeff Tate in there. Yeah, a revolutionary when he came on the scene. Uh, those first 
four or five Queensryche albums, you know, knocks it out of the park. Um, and even he does stuff now in his Sweet Oblivion project. I highly recommend you guys check him out in Sweet Oblivion uh, from the Frontiers Records label. It's, it's almost like what Queensryche could have or should have sounded like if Jeff would have remained with them, huh. you know, like going off from Promised Land forward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but I highly recommend they got two releases out. They're pretty darn good. Um, but yeah, Jeff Tate, uh, I, again, enough, you can't say enough. I mean, he blew people's minds when he first came on the scene, you know, that first EP and then the warning, you know, we, we've talked ad nauseum about him before in previous shows and stuff, but uh, yeah, you got to give, got to give uh, props to Jeff Tate. So. Certainly. Right. Yeah. He is uh, far higher on my list. So I'll, yes. I'll say more about Jeff. Yes. Later on. Spoiler yeah. alert. He's on mine I, too. I do agree. Shocking. Yeah, there we go. We got one on our list right there. Whoa. Right. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's right up there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't agree more. Uh, Chop Chop. Yes. As we'll talk about when, when we, when we get to him on our list. Yes. We totally agree. What a, it's an amazing pick. You can't, uh, you can't ignore his contribution. You yeah. Know, and uh, right. Exactly. Excellent. Excellent pick Chop Chop. Dread Bull, you're number eight. Okay, oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up Jeff Tate because this guy is uh, is kind of similar. That's a good segue because uh, uh, this former singer for Camelot, band that I really love, Roy Kahn. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, fantastic singer. He's another one of those guys. He, he's he's in a lot of ways reminds me of Jeff Tate. Uh, maybe not with the real high end soaring vocals, but the emotional component, the way he approaches music, the way he sings it. He just pours his heart and his passion into uh into the music uh he he left the band a number of years ago i think for some personal uh, mm-hmm. health problems unfortunately i really miss that guy but um yeah even some of his mannerisms when he sings are similar to jeff tate so i have no doubt that tate was probably a big influence on him but um yeah he's he's one of those singers that just he's acting out the parts as he sings them and uh great live i've seen him live a couple times in uh in cleveland oh, small awesome. venues like uh peabody's like the, them and epica mm-hmm. uh, that was a great show but those are great uh, venues i mean yeah. it's fantastic mm-hmm. venues yeah go see bands in you know mm-hmm. yeah just but yeah roy Kahn, great great singer all right excellent cool pick, man. Yeah. yeah good good uh my number eight you're probably going to chastise me for putting him down this low <laughs> Um, just because there's just so many good singers, but uh, Bruce Dickinson. Oh, bullshit! <laughs> Come on! Come on! You are no longer head of man is a legend. <laughs> I know. We, I we know. You out? We are holding really? a hostage. I had to put him somewhere. Right now. You know? You're leaving the chat. <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving. Kick this guy yeah. out of here. I'm done. We're taking oh, over. Bitch. You're not the producer anymore, you cunt. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I know. I, I struggle because. Again, it has it has nothing to do with the amount of love I have for Bruce and for his music. It's just like I'm looking at my list, like, oh. and every one of these, like, it's a liquid list, you know. And every one of these, like, oh boy. And on, on a given day, it, it's gonna these things are gonna flip flop all over the place. And that you know? liquid is piss on your list. <laughs> piss. You can't, can't piss on hospitality. Um. <laughs> Bruce isn't a top five. You're doing it wrong. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just look, I freed up another 20 hours a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I knew, I knew it was coming. I'm like, yeah, okay. 
because then the ones above it are going to go, oh, you picked this person over Bruce? Uh-huh. Yeah, you know? Exactly, right? You're going to say, everybody, it's not that, he, that, that there's better. Well, you um, know, he's he's higher on my list, but I'll tell you right now, he's not in the top three, which is going to surprise you guys, because I'm a maiden head, you know? It's like, Yeah, and it's not that I'm not a fan. I, I I'm yeah. doing the show by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at all the qualities and looking at the emotional connection. Bruce's pipes are are unparalleled the way he can sing. I think there are other singers who have moved me more emotionally. Maiden's music too. moves me, but I think yeah. as a vocalist, he's perfect. As a front man, he's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the energy he exudes, I, and I, I've got nothing wrong to say about Bruce. I had, it came down to, are there singers who have moved me more emotionally at times? I get you. Then Bruce, I'm like, yeah, there have. And it's, and it's only that is, is why there are others who are above him in this list. Hmm. You know, yeah. I'll probably have to cut all this out. Somebody, more, somebody more, edit, more, more work for Mark. Uh, uh, Mark never, <laughs> never gets, always gets it in the ass. It in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So nice. there, there's my controversial nice. number eight pick. Ooh, boy. I know. I know. I know. Wow. I'm going to get razzed no matter what I do. I knew. I knew. <laughs> all right, Chop Top. Let's go with number boy. seven. Kicking all right mm. <laughs> <laughs> number seven for me the immortal lane staley allison chain ah talk yeah, about a vocalist he was, that can he was move on my you. big list yeah it's on the big yeah, list talk about talk about a vocalist that can move you uh, emotionally at least for me uh the dark subject matter of course a lot having to deal with you know, drug addiction and things he was coping with but uh, he just hit a nerve with me like no other and i think that for me allison chain was the top band out of the 90s I mean, for me, period. Yeah. I mean, because they always said you had the STP, you had Soundgarden, you had Alice in Chains. For me, it was always Alice in Chains. That voice just transcends. Oh, yeah. Head and shoulders he above. The, yeah. Yeah. He did the one album with Mad Season, some of the members of Pearl Jam as well, which is highly recommended. It's excellent. Do you um, have it? Do you have it? I, uh, it used to have it on tape, but I had to, I got a burnt CD of it now, so okay. I actually have to I'll have to go back and look at Amazon see if they got it cheap so I can order yeah. that. You know, get that one because you know I I don't I don't have enough already, right? Right, right. Um, but uh, but yeah, guys, uh, truly check out the Mad Season Project, and uh, you have to put Lane. I I couldn't leave him out of this list for me. Oh personally. yeah, yeah. He was he was nice. on my early list. I didn't even know about the Mad Season. I'll have to definitely have to check that out. He, <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. again. Yeah, Dirt. We've talked about them. Dirt. You know, is one of the best oh. albums of all time, I think. And it's, I mean, the music's phenomenal, but it's his aching vocals that just scream that angst and sadness and sorrow and loss and all those mm-hmm. things that come through. And, and it's, yeah, he's a crazy good emotive singer. And one of those guys that uh, that is unique, you know, he, he mm-hmm. came along and kind of carved out his own little style and little niche, you know, and it works so right. well with the music oh yeah yeah and then you got those then on top of that you had the harmonizing vocals with him and jerry Cantrell, which was right. just bar great none was, they set the bar there yeah with that, that kind of harmonizing yeah great harmonies so. together certainly mm-hmm. right yeah because you hear it and you don't realize how much jerry Cantrell was part of that sound of that band you know until mm-hmm. you see him until you hear him saying like oh okay i remember we uh when we saw slayer he opened up for slayer and the god hates us all tour ah. jerry Cantrell and yeah. uh, in flames you know yeah yep. Yeah, okay great pick. So, great pick yeah number Thanks. seven Dreadbull. all right we're going heavy with this and i think one of you guys maybe it's chopped up doesn't care for this dude but uh 
I am. Let me know. I, somebody, somebody was disparaging him a while back. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, how about Phil Anselmo, Pantera? Oh no. Okay, doing? that would be yeah. me. Oh, I just don't. Big. I just don't like Pantera. I, I don't big. like their sound. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I remember you For listening me, to Cowboys from Hell, and it's like they were just a quality, the austereness of the guitar, everything. They were, and yeah. I didn't really. That's not, not really my favorite the, album from. Not them. really into the screamy kind of like angry screamy stuff it's just mm-hmm. you liked a lot more than i did it's like it's just not mm-hmm. my thing yeah I, I i love phil i think uh in his in his heyday he was he was kind of a force of nature like he brought yeah. such a powerful uh raw power to pantera like i don't he matched the, again another vocalist that matched the style of the music really well and right uh, well and even at even at time dread i mean his you know uh with, with, with phil Anselmo, i mean uh, you know, his voice was such, so, so much raw power. And I think yeah. he actually ended up doing worse for himself as time went on with his other projects, yeah. Super Joint Ritual, Down and stuff. And it just kind of, yeah. it declined over time. But th- those, those four albums or whatever in that period. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm I don't a, think I'm, it was, yeah. I don't think that singing like that is sustainable long term, you know? No. I think he just killed himself. But man, because yeah. I mean, we saw him at uh, uh, Ozfest one year in, in uh, mm-hmm. at Blossom. Uh, saw them probably at that one myself was that the one where they invited everybody up from the back of the you know the lawn seats up to the stage they had like almost they bull rushed it oh i knocked over security and no i don't think so i don't think i I don't think it was i'm standing by one of the uh by the one of the uh uh, columns you know and i'm just like this with a buddy i'm like i ain't going out there i seen you know security going down one person broke their arm and he just invited them all up there caused a whole stir it was oh wow yeah i don't this must have been a different uh Okay. different year for Ozfest. I don't remember. Yeah, they, they played a lot on Ozfest though. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, even the live performance at Ozfest, man, he would just pour every bit of energy into these screams and stuff. Like, oh my God, he's gonna kill himself. Yeah. For right? sure. You know, doing it like that. But man, blow he, a net he, or something. Put, he put every know? bit of energy he could into his live performances, which I appreciate watching it live. It was fantastic. Yeah, Agreed. I think it's, I think they probably the tendency is you get all that adrenaline. It's hard to probably yeah. hold back, mm-hmm. you know, when you're playing that and you're in that moment yeah. and that aggression. It's hard to hold back. I think yeah. you know, train singers have to do that so they can save their voice because you're yeah. if you're going on a hundred date tour, you, you can't you can't do that every night. You know, you just really yeah. can't. You know, you got to no. have some downtime and you got to find a way to save your voice. And he comes across as a guy that's just he's naturally he's just doing his thing. Uh, you know, I don't know how much professional training he got you know maybe there were techniques he could have employed that would have saved his voice a little bit i have no idea you know but just just there was a raw quality to his to his singing and he just threw it all in there and just let it rip Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know don't worry about tomorrow yeah yeah good choice yeah thank you all right. Well, here here's my uh, a controversial pick. I think for between the two of you, I'm going to get razzed oh, no matter what. I know. Uh, and still getting all the for punishment. Pick. Yeah, you're lining up to, to shoot me. You're going to hit me in the back. You're going to kick me in the nuts oh, when I'm not looking. Oh boy. Uh, here's my... another guest we're not going to get. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Drum no, roll. my number seven is Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics oh, and a crazy I... great solo career. Yeah. I I think she has a haunting, beautiful voice that. Uh, yeah. also can be can be edgy like when you hear what i lied to you by the arrhythmics i mean she's got that kind of ability to kind of get this growly rock and roll voice but again she she pairs it with this a beautiful like when you hear here comes the rain again or her her solo stuff yeah. it's, it's just she has this range 
that she can she can play which is go which is fantastic but then there's this emotion raw emotion in her voice and that's what it comes down to it's like okay yeah analytics is a beautiful haunting voice that consistently since i i first heard eurythmics but god almost 40 40 years ago <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> um that i thought okay and then following her career since then i'm not a crazy fan of everything she's done musically but her voice still moves me and uh, i find it to be a, just a, an amazing voice overall yeah see this is one of the reasons i kind of pared things down to more into the metal uh, <laughs> area because there's mm-hmm. too many to choose from when you get into you know vocalists like that well, oh and, i like, know where do you where do you put them on a list no, like, exactly. saying, I, think, I, I think that's a fantastic choice uh i yeah. really like your oh, yeah. you're right there's an ethereal to her voice mm-hmm. and like you said what i lied to you there's that grit she has that ability to get yeah. that rock styling kind of grit down and you know it, it's it, it portrays in the song it helps the song move even that it much does. more she has, and yeah yeah, that was and she's story. got a great range as well, you know. Yeah, and her voice sounds as good today as it did then, you know, which yeah. which is quite amazing because you know, there, yeah. under even on our newer music, I really can't hear any kind of degradation or any any choice. So, Ms. Lennox, if you're out there, we'd love to have you come on the show, please. <laughs> Hell yeah, um, Hell yeah. yeah. So there's the there's number seven, Annie Lennox. Nice. Excellent. All right. All right. Okay, chop mm-hmm. uh, number six. Number six, my witchy woman. Sends me all the time. Oh, Stevie wow. Nicks, man. Stevie Nicks. Damn. See, um, there's another one. Stand uh, back. Stand back. Yeah. I, you know, right. I, I, I love her solo work. I love, you know, uh, of course, the Fleetwood Mac stuff. He put on mm-hmm. rumors during a bad track on the whole album, Yeah, um, which is amazing. They even got through that album because all the conflict going on. But uh, yeah, I mean, and then let's talk about her duets, you know, Leather and Lace with Don Henley. Mm-hmm. Stop Dragging My Heart Around with, with with uh, Tom mm. Petty, which is just one of the all-time duets <clears throat> in rock and roll history, um, she sends me, man. She always yeah. has. It's yeah. just she moved me. I get emotional. I get goosebumps from her. I, and not to mention, she was hot in the day, you know, too. And, yeah. and she still she still looks good. She's in her seventies, yeah. I believe. So, I, I remember uh, in the eighties, looking, watching her, some of her videos very closely. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did too. I wasn't standing, Miss Nix. I wasn't standing back at that time. I was so, sitting down. Right. What yeah. The, yeah. Well, I was crossing my legs and putting a pillow over my lap. Thank you. Yeah, and there yeah. was something about her vocals with that band, that music. There was this mystical yeah. quality about mm-hmm. it all. Yeah. It was magical, man. And yes, yes. she was incredible. Right. Yeah. As, as, as soon as you say that, the first thing, the first song that comes to me is Rhiannon. Yes. And, exactly. and I just such, I mean, the, the music mm. is haunting. Um, I'm not a huge Fleetwood Mac song, although I've got some great songs. I'm just not a, or I'm not a Fleetwood Mac fan. I'm, uh, I, I like a lot of their music. I'm just, I wouldn't call myself a fan, but her right. voice and her vocals mm. and, and, and our, on her solo stuff. Yeah. Just beautiful. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a yeah. big fan of hers. And yeah. uh, her appearances on American Horror Story have been great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just, yeah. She was in Coven, wasn't she? Yes. She was one of those. Yeah. She was playing the piano and stuff. Rihanna, I think, on that. So, yeah. Okay. So that was number number six for Chop. Number six. Number six. Fred, you're number six. Okay. Well, this is good. I'm going to stick with the female vocalist theme, mm-hmm. but I'm bringing it back to metal. This is heavy metal horror after all. So right. <laughs> we are going with none other than Tatiana. Oh, Ginger yes, Tatiana, yeah, she was yeah. got to make the list. Yeah, she, she was on my honorable mention because she was on a short list. I'm like, oh my god, yes. yeah, yeah, I she's mean, great. And she's she's got, got, a, got it all. You know, got her, a great voice too. Yeah, her mix of <laughs> her mix of death metal and clean vocals, oh. her ability to transition between the two, 
is absolutely and second to none. I mean, really quickly too. Yeah, she does that. Yeah, it's just, very smooth wow. from mm-hmm. death to clean, clean to death. Yeah, it's flawless. It is, you know, especially when you're listening to songs like Perennial, the live version. Yeah, when yeah. she just goes from that death to clean and instantly and I mean, live, she's every bit yes. as good live. There is yes. no oh, drop yeah. off in in her death energy, metal yeah. power. Right. Yeah, I mean, she can yeah. be a demonic succubus one second and Gwen Stefani <laughs> the next second and, and, I like and transition seamlessly. Yeah. Right. And they're both great. And yeah. she sounds, you know, to be able to do both at the level that she mm-hmm. does both is, is fantastic. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. stage presence is phenomenal. Like she really has a presence on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she owns the crowd. That's for sure. She's yeah. a, oh, kind certainly. Of a, a great, sexy, a great badass front. man. She really is. And she'll kick mm-hmm. your ass and you'll like it. Um, yeah. You know, and yes, and you can hear that vocal range. The two songs that stand out to me that, that where you, she really shines, not just in her death metal, but her clean vocals are, you know, Pisces uh, toward the end when she hits mm-hmm. those super high notes yeah. and she's just really belting it out. And then you also hear that on I Speak Astronomy, mm-hmm. you know, at the end where that yeah. wailing, it sounds very much like like Getty Lee from 2112 toward the end of 2112, <laughs> right. you know, you're right. When I heard that, I'm like, Oh my God, that's, that's the end of 2112, you know? And she's just right. belting out. It's just such an emotional note for her and those, those notes. So yeah, it, it was hard to not include her on my top 10 as well. Cause like, Oh yeah. And I think 10% of all YouTube traffic is reaction videos to Pisces. I mean, yeah. that's a whole phenomenon. I think that's really what put them on the map. I think mm-hmm. they, they gained a lot of popularity just, just from reaction videos to that. Yeah to that one song yeah uh no one was so good it. yeah yeah it's right so- and they weren't expecting it because she comes off i mean she's you know just everyone says oh she's very beautiful I'm like yeah, yeah she's uh-huh. gorgeous and then she's got this pretty voice I'm like yeah it's really pretty and like oh i really i heard this was a metal band i'm not hearing it then she breaks out this, you <laughs> yeah. know and they're like what yeah. you know yeah is yeah. that right. real that can't exactly. be real exactly yeah. when you get that first death metal note you're like yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah it's like, yeah oh exactly God. exactly yeah so and her technique her death metal growls are just yeah nobody particularly no no female vocalist can do it like that that i've agreed the woman the singer for arch enemy is close and that she's good she's good but tatiana i think sounds like more strained like she's working harder to get there tatiana just is there you know yeah she doesn't work as hard to get there and maybe that's a technique thing but my god yeah Yeah. i agree it's it's flawless yeah Mm -hmm. so wish my look um if you're out there, uh, yeah, we'd yeah. Like to have it. and we tried to get you once and you were busy on tour, but we'd like to have you on. Uh, we're booking up pretty fast this year. So, you know, just let you know. You're on my top 10 list. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Of all time. Of all time. <laughs> exactly. Come on. For you got to want to talk to Dreadbull. Come on. For God's now. sake. We're going to be on your top 10 podcast list of all time. <laughs> Look at us. How could they not? How could we not? How could you resist <laughs> all of this? Look at this. Look what, you're, yeah, look what you're getting. You know, for free. Look, I've got a candle. Come on. <laughs> this, guy, this guy's we're, a saint. We're, yo, we're yes. not even charging a dollar a month for Patreon shit. Come on now. Exactly. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, we will be. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to continue for my number six. I'm going to continue the, the strong female lead singer uh with with an amazing range and also has this ability to give you goosebumps and as her voice is ethereal and haunting i told you mariah carey is not part of this hey i got a top five coming so don't blow my wad here oh sorry sorry. um yeah number six for me is amy lee 
Um, yeah. Uh, Evanescence wow. is a great band. Um, Put her above Bruce. Wow. Holy shit. We are talking emotion. Did you not hear me before, Dreadbull? <laughs> Do my words not reach your ears, you son of a bitch? Not for many years. Number eight. (laughs) For at least 30 years. (laughs) That's right. Are you talking? What? Yeah. I'm just not getting the eye roll that I normally get. Like, oh, God, it's talking again. Is it still talking? It rubs the lotion on its skin. Um, (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Amy Lee's voice, again, as I said, haunting, ethereal. It it moves me emotionally. When you listen to the open door, and it's also incredibly powerful, you know, mm-hmm. you put in that first track for the open door and it just belts, you know, um, and that was the thing I was impressed because I remember what Kim got the the uh, CD for me, open door, and I'd heard of them, but not listened to their music. And so I listened to it. I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. I know I never would have picked it on my own, um, mm-hmm. but I'm so glad that that she got it for me. And uh, so I'd be, I've just been a fan of hers and their music um and uh, miss lee if you're if you're out there we, we'd like to talk to you um you're better uh, than bruce dickinson on his list so I'm you not know saying better uh, you know uh, you know i'm not saying better i'm just i had to it all came down uh, to man. raw emotion for me man it's okay we've heard the excuses <laughs> raw something <laughs> I, I smell something familiar uh, 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 ch- i think uh, montag's opening his mouth i, I smell shit <laughs> is montag talking again because i think i'm in a pasture yeah i, I get it Murray sausage stand <laughs> <laughs> there's my oh, number yeah. six okay great choice, great choice though mm. okay we're in the top five now right top, top five five yeah Here we go. exactly number five rob halford uh-huh. i had to put metal god in there somewhere metal god's Granted, gotta be there obviously i mean uh, their last album priest firepower is just as good as anything from screaming for vengeance and defenders of the faith so i highly recommend that and you know, not only to talk about that, but the fight project he had, especially that first album, War, 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 War of Words, was fantastic. And then his solo stuff, too. I mean, what a storied career. What more can you say about the Metal God? Um, I remember seeing him at a concert. It was a Turbo Tour. It was my first concert, actually. And it was with uh, Doc and opened up. And uh, I remember Halford blew the PA system like six times with his voice during that show. <laughs> Just with his voice alone, it was incredible. It was like crackling and everything in and out. And they had to, we got a little intermission here because Rob blew it again. But yeah, I mean, what can you say more about Rob Halford? And still going strong in his 70s. And he is a huge metalhead and metal fan. I guess all his stuff he listens to is just metal, even on his Facebook pages and everything else. He's so. a metal god. Yeah. Yep. So well deserved. Expect nothing less. <laughs> yeah. That's a good pick, Chop. Nice, nice. All right, yeah. Dred, you're number yeah. five. Unless you have more to talk about, we want to talk about Rob. Uh, I'll say more. He's uh, he's on my list as well, but uh, a little, little further down there. So, okay, five for me. My final female vocalist on the list. My favorite female vocalist, Floor Jansen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a huge Nightwish fan. Yeah. Uh, I've been a f- fan of Floor Jansen since well before Nightwish, uh, when she was with uh, After Forever. So you're you know way okay. going way back. I think. I've been listening to her for 15 plus years. Uh, She's probably the most complete vocalist, maybe on this whole list. I mean, she can do any style, you know, she's got range. She's got the technique. Uh, 
the emotional component is there in spades. Um, she can do anything. Uh, this was my, when the original singer left for, uh, for Nightwish, this is who I was hoping they would pick up at that time. But they went another direction. I don't know what happened. They, she did come on eventually, two albums later. She's done a yeah. couple albums now with Nightwish, which are fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah, she's my favorite female vocalist, at the very least, of all time. Uh, I love her stage presence live. Her live performances are every bit as good. Some of the cleanest live vocals I've ever heard, especially in, when it comes to metal. You know, <clears throat> uh, it, it's as good as she's got technique. She's a vocal coach as well. So she knows all the techniques, uh, you know, to, to bring that out vocally uh, live. So they're, they're basically studio quality when she's live. So, uh, well, and she does, uh, she also did with, uh, the band, excuse me, dress. She also did with, uh, that duet with, uh, with Evergrey, um, in orbit, which is fantastic. I mean, I have uh, not seen that. Yeah. Check that out. Evergrey in orbit. And she, it's like, she's on stage with the singer and main guitar playing, right. But man, she wails on that with him. Great duet. So yeah, she's just, she's amazing. So, uh, yeah. That, that's a band I, I know little of the night wish i know you've loved them for a long time there Fred. uh-huh yeah and, seen uh, them uh, seen them in cleveland a few times yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and so i i i have them on my list like i gotta listen to this band mm-hmm. i gotta check them out yeah check out floor yeah. stuff their last two albums uh endless forms most beautiful and uh, human nature the last two with floor mm-hmm. um, what i've heard of them it's a, it's very ethereal it it the, the singing um I, and i gotta give it more i don't want to base it off of one or two songs you can't you know it's not really fair of any no for but, sure and especially you know, them they're they, they have yeah. a lot of different uh yeah styles it's it kind was of operatic a, it was very operatic and theatrical you know, their early stuff thing. with uh with tarja was very operatic yeah. she was definitely an opera yeah. singer yeah and that's uh, i think that's what i'd heard yeah floor is a little more between you know she can mix it in she can do some operatic yeah. but mm-hmm. a lot more sort of more standard clean vocals okay she's more uh, flexible with her, uh, with much more flexible yeah. yeah okay that's cool that's cool um my number five uh, i'm right there with chop top uh rob halford um yep. you know definitely and we've talked about him and there's nothing much more to say about him his his power his range going from like just screaming for vengeance and painkiller to diamonds and rust, you know, where you have that really emotive, emotive kinds of vocalings. Um, and uh, what's the, you know, there, there's other ones, especially on the earlier albums, like Sad Wings of Destiny, you have a lot of these. Oh, Dreamer Deceiver. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more of these emotive, emotional songs and his mm-hmm. range is unbelievable. And, um, you know, so he just, he just uh, brings it. You know, so yeah, there, there's my number five. Nice. All right, number four, Chop Top. Number four, I'm not going to make the mistake Montag made earlier, <laughs> Mr. Bruce Dickinson. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have to have him. You got to have the air raid siren. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, and not only that, it's just Bruce for me is. Is there anything this guy? I think we talked about can't do. I mean, he's done everything and surviving cancer, fencing, piloting jets, doing you know. Just amazing what an amazing life story of this yeah man. a writer you know spoken word tours uh so but and, and coming from me i mean you know one of the biggest maiden fans on earth you know number four it's you know i'm surprised it wasn't number one but like i said <laughs> if we stuck to pure metal it would have been close but because it, there's other i right. think that, that move me more i'm gonna go off montag sing it makes me it makes me more emotional so even though mine's higher than his um 
but <laughs> but yeah if it so was pure metal three. he would be he would be much higher i, I, I agree agree yeah so but uh yeah Air we're not cheating like four. dreadpool i don't want to pick other genres because it's too hard <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we follow the assignment, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> we're heavy metal horror, you pussies. <laughs> well, we've also done hair metal. We've also done, you know, you're you picked the hair metal band, Sebastian Bach. Metal. Well, we uh, we Still said this metal. was all genre. You we opened that door wide open. Yep, we had it wide mm. fucking open. Dread you that on your own. My my Don't suggestion was the on, the up, when I put it up in the page, I said all genres, every yeah. genre. It's you wide open. It later, I did not. I'm not following You're your rules. Chicken. You're just You're a chicken. A stupid who- rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a rebel like Kiwi Herman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Daddy. I'm a rebel. <laughs> I'm dread bull. I'm gonna rebel it up by picking only metal, and I'm just sticking finger right by tags ass. <laughs> Bend over by tags. Proctologist is here. Oh, uh, yeah, what else? Can be, what else can be said, guys? That's that's number four, of course, Bruce. So. Excellent, excellent. Uh, number four for you, there, dread. So yeah, this is this is uh this is the metal god for me. Is it four? Oh, okay. Real close, though. Um, we- yeah. I mean, Halford, you know, he kind of came along and set a whole new standard, I think, for metal vocalists. I can't really mm-hmm. think of anyone prior to him that that kind of did things to the level that he was that he started doing them as far as just pure metal power. I mean, those yeah, sort of great. Point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I'm a fan of, you know, but he was he was the first there were there was nobody like him. There have been a, a number since. The Rippers, and you know, we talked to Ralph Sheepers, very uh, a similar vocal style, but you know, and they're great in their own right. But uh, you yeah, ha- you have to give the reverence to the original. Yeah, they're not imitators. <laughs> they're they're just they they sing similarly. Ah. They have a similar range and power. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only because Rob Halford is so good that we see hear those similarities in those other singers. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. all. And honestly, mm-hmm. so what if they are? If you can do that, if you can sing and sound like Rob Halford, why not? It's not like right on you know i, I don't see well, a i think as a, as a musician you probably want to do something that's more original your own but if you had that power well, yes i get it that, mm-hmm. that like it's like being a musician if you could play guitar like, like eddie van halen you're going to play guitar just as good you know <laughs> yeah so you're yeah. like you're not going to not do it just because you might sound similarly but you're like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna play you know mm-hmm. but yeah I, I totally totally get it there uh dread Excellent. all right uh, my number four, uh, Jeff Tate. Ooh, um, yeah. Only four. Bruce. <laughs> only four, no matter what I pick from now on. <laughs> ah, you stupid son of a bitch. He's not my number. My yeah, number's not, better. Yeah, we're not letting it go, Montek. No, I, I know. I know. <laughs> what a sorry are, list. <laughs> what the hell? You guys that? are looping up my hate hole. That's for sure. Where's Wild Everybody Card? listening, ignore Montek's list. No. Uh, hey, we've talked about Jeff Tate. We we <laughs> we're making dreadful. Don't choke. Stay alive. Stay alive. Ooh, make him cough. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Right. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, he's having a, too much for an me. Episode. I can have one one pop a week. That's all I can do. I, I got the real strong stuff. That the diet, Dr. Pepper. It, it's making me cough because of my age. <laughs> And my feeble, my feeble swallowing ability. I can't, can't handle my pops back in like in the young days when I was forty. 
I need my hate hole lubed. Oh, that's right. So, uh, yeah, we've talked about Jeff Tate. What more is there to say? I mean, he's just an amazing range. He hit that E5, you know, uh, uh, you know, he's still great. And, um, you know, hey, he has made some of the best music uh, that we have ever listened to. So there's my number four. Yes, indeed. Jeff Tate. We are in our top three, gentlemen. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Uh, I know. I, I think I think I, I'm excited about giving you a couple of these choices because I know you're going to be like, what? And yours is already wrong, Montag. So <laughs> That's right. You've only used up two of them elsewhere. That's right. So he, yeah. Uh, really We're just calling Montag shit list. <laughs> the wheels have fallen off. Because he list. doesn't know shit. <laughs> I know shit because I suck my finger in his ass. Opinions can be wrong right. and yours are. <laughs> Um, oh, all right, all right guys. number three. three. Chop, what's your three number? Chop Ronnie James Dio. At I gotta three? have our in there. At yep. three, <laughs> you rampaging son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just have two that move me that much more, and, and like I said, it's all, all genres. But if this was top metal, RJD would have been my number one. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just you go from everything from Elf to Rainbow. To, to his solo stuff, to Sabbath, yeah, heaven and hell. Anything he touched was gold. You go from a song like Rainbow Eyes that can just bring you to tears almost, to Man on a Silver Mountain, to you know heaven and hell and Mob Rules, all the things we've talked and we love about Ronnie so much. I mean, that is range, that's power. And I'll tell you, I, I've been lucky enough in my life at least to get to see him a couple times. Mm-hmm. And you can feel like how much he loved the fans just from him you didn't have to say a word you just felt that and that's i think that's a rare thing that you don't get from a lot of performers but with ronnie you could it was genuine you could always feel that so yeah rjd the great one yeah i can't argue well, with that i'm uh, right there with you oh i'm sorry oh, you're number three i was yeah. gonna oh, go, go ahead and jump in yeah My jump in is yeah jump ronnie in james dio oh, all right, right. Yeah, this is uh, eight feet of power packed into a five foot four frame. That's what <laughs> yeah. I wrote down. I mean, right. he, he is really, I mean, when you talk about legends, Ronnie mm-hmm. is a legend, yeah. period. I mean, I don't know if there could be a metal fan on earth that doesn't like Ronnie James Dio. Right. And if they don't, they're wrong. You can be wrong. We've seen that already with Montag. You can be wrong. <laughs> you would be wrong if you don't like Ronnie. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I understand. Dio's left. Yeah, he's left. You know, he, he's left his mark on everything that he's done everywhere he's gone. All we hear is great stories about mm-hmm. about Dio. How nice no one has ever said anything he's, bad about Ronnie James no, Dio. Just because, a good person. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Can you imagine if we started the show a decade ago and, and have the possibility oh. of perhaps talking with oh Gio? My God. I mean, Can we would just been that? sobbing our eyes oh. out and crying. <laughs> Probably. You know? <Yeah>. Yes. <clears throat> Right. Yeah. Shaking enough. and trembling, yeah. like, oh, 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 you know that song you sang? It's really good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can yeah. <laughs> say something. Say something, please. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But, Mr. RJD, I do have a question. Why did the last in line cover look like Murray's sausage shack? <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody marching into his crotch? Can yeah. you please explain is that? Is that Murray's crotch? Yeah, the I've, last... always, I've always wanted to ask. The last in loin. Right. <laughs> Oh, great. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're the last good line. Fuck We cock. We cock. No, that's Vic. That's Vic. We cock. We. But he's got big dick energy. <laughs> oh, 
Stone, you rock. Oh, RJD, man. Uh, <laughs> number RJD, three for Chop the Top. legend. Very, very the nice. Legend. Oh, number three for you, Dread. Yeah, that was it. RJD. Oh, right you both, that's right. You both got it right. Okay, good, good. Yeah. 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 All right. Here, here's my here's my surprising number three pick. Well, let's see how you're going to soil this one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've already shit my pants, right? What's what's a little bit more? Here it comes. Allison Krauss. Wow. Allison Krauss, the bluegrass singer. Yeah. She sang. She has a great solo career. She also sings with Union Station. Robert Plant. Yeah, Robert Plant. She's like she's doing like her third album, I think, with Robert Plant. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I find her voice to be one of the prettiest in all of music. There's this Appalachian warble that is clear and ringing over the music. I like mm. bluegrass. I grew up listening to it. Uh, and uh, I see you're shaking your head there, Dred. That's too bad you're wrong. <laughs> what? I didn't. I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was like, look at that. Look at this mess. Like you. How dare you, Allison Krauss? How dare you follow the assignment and pick someone outside of the metal genre? I just look her up. Just look at her up on Google. Yeah, I would love to have Allison Krauss on the show. Uh, yeah, she's she's been around for for decades, and her voice is the is like clarion beautiful. Because just, just rings this high register over these, this this you know, the, like I said, this Appalachian warble that I think follows hard hard in the line of like Dolly Parton, you know, those kinds of vocals. Who, who almost made my list? I want to say Dolly Parton. Um, so yeah, Allison Krauss, uh, she's just just lovely, and um, I can listen to her all day. There's my number three. Not not metal at all. <sighs> Down to top two, chop. Okay, number two, Glenn Hughes. Mm. Um, for me, he's, he's named the voice of rock for a reason. He's in his 70s. He sounds just as fucking strong and great as he, do, he did back when he was with Trapeze in the late 60s and 70s before he went to Purple. And, of mm. course, he had Black Country Communion with, uh, you know, a bunch of with Joe Bonamassa and others, which I, I love their albums. Um, now he's with the Dead Daisies. And his solo stuff is Waylon, too. He did Seven Star with Tony Iommi, Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Love that album. Uh, just something about he, his voice just transcends it. It's Goosebump One. Anytime, the emotion, the power, um, and he still, like I said, belts it out today. Sounds just incredible for his age. And that's that's a hard thing to do. We talked about that before, how singers, they age, and sometimes the voice really goes. His has not changed at all. He can still bring it. So, Glenn Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. Uh, really good stuff. There. Nice. Good, that's a good nice. pick there, Interesting, Chop. Interesting pick. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, Dreadpool number two. All right, yeah, two and one for me were a, a tough, tough one to parse out. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, two for me as far as metal frontmen go. It's Bruce Dickinson. He has no equal. I mean, he is the ultimate frontman. You know, his his energy, his presence, his performances. It's all huge. You know, you talk about BDE, Big Dick mm-hmm. Energy. It should be named BDE Bruce Dickinson energy. <laughs> no one can, no one can match him. No, his energy is unparalleled. This guy accomplishes more in a in a day than we do in a year. You know, he is. I mean, I could spend I'm, an hour listing his contract. You met, mentioned some of his, you know, airline pilot. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, he's uh, public. You know, he speak. He does these speaking engagements. Uh, he's like history buff, world class fencer, a fence world class fencer. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't he have a PhD? Or something. I or, yeah, I think he has an I advanced degree. In, yeah. yeah, in history or something. I, I mean, I read his book and I was exhausted reading it. Like this, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I he just never even considers 
how tiring something might might be he just does it like he just yep. you know when he was flying he just fly to here and then oh two days later i'm flying there and then i'm flying here the next morning and it was exhausting just reading the book of uh wow. the guy is a, a non-stop bag of I gotta, energy i gotta read his book yet uh dread yeah really that. interesting cool really good book so yeah he's uh, got he's got he's got like the nervous energy of my mom who can't sit still for <laughs> right can't stop mm-hmm. right if my mom were a metal singer she'd be bruce dickinson <laughs> She'd be like cleaning the stage afterwards. Like, oh, I gotta clean the stage. Let me let me help sweep up the floor. Hold on, hold on. We gotta go talk to these kids in the hospital. You know. Well, another thing to talk about, Bruce, guys, is I don't recall ever a front man that controls an audience like he does. Mm-hmm. He oh, yeah. has total, complete control, no matter where they play, what venue. Yeah. He's just just incredible. I can't recall another front man that really has that total. He's a phenomenal power. front man. I mean, Paul Stanley's up there as far as good front men. Yeah, I agree. Yep. But yeah. but that's on a different level stratospherically as far as entertainment value um, goes. But yes, Bruce Dickinson, hands down, uh, I mean, he's just reaching out to that back of the audience. He wants, his yeah. mannerisms are huge, <clears throat> his BDE, so that people can see him. Yeah. And, and he sings to that back of the crowd. And uh, yeah, I mean, we have, I, I can't remember the, tell the number of times we've seen Maiden live or Bruce yeah. live. Um, I've sent him twice on a solo tour, three times on solo tour. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, the last time we actually got to meet him and talk to him. So, you know, yeah. right. Yeah. Very, Even very, then he commands the, he commands the room, you know, yeah. Right? <clears throat> everybody's yeah. kind of sitting back to him and he's like, come on, let me sign your shit. Right. That was after he just put on a freaking uh, nearly two hour show. I don't know how long they played that night, but yeah, you know, it was good. It was a good long time. They're hanging out, sign, signing everything. Like, Mm-hmm. yeah the guy is inspiring he's really yeah yeah one of the most amazing just all around mm-hmm. vocalists and just everything he does he's a yeah amazing human being all right excellent good 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 pick uh that was that was two. your number two there dread mm-hmm. yep okay yep. my number two um again it's gonna be another one that you're gonna say oh but i think she has oh. the most beautiful voice in music um, just hands on, and there are a lot of great vocalists. I wonder. Adele. No, Katie Lang. Really? Uh, oh. Yes, I, I've been a fan of Katie Lang oh. ever since I heard "Constant Craving" on her album Ingenue, and I just fell in love with this voice that was so calm and had just such wonderful, warm vibrato and these ability to hit these high notes effortlessly and talk about emotion, uh, just to pull it out of you. Like she sang when the Olympics were held in Canada. I don't know, God, back in the 90s, early 2000s, maybe early 2000s, I think. She sang for the closing ceremonies and sang, you know, hallelujah, um, just acapella. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah, my, my goosebumps right now, because that song is is one enough to make you weep anyway. It's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And her, I mean, her vocal rendition, I mean, I know I was just sobbing, <laughs> like, you know, and, and uh, I just I just love her voice. Uh I, I just a huge fan would love to have Ms. Lang on our show sometime. Um, but yeah, Katie Lang just, there's a quality to her voice that is pure and clarion <laughs> in a way that is, is, is haunting and beautiful. Um, and again, it's the emotional connection that I feel with her music. Right. Um, and, and a couple of her albums are really great. The album called drag, which, uh, is you know, all these songs um i think it's that one or smoke there's one about all the songs are about smoking 
you know, which I think is great. And she's done some wonderful duets with Tony Bennett and other, mm. uh, other albums that are, that are wonderful too. So yeah, Katie Lang, um, number two for me. Interesting. Really cool. Wow. Uh, wow. I know, I know, I know. Oh, I know. I think so. And now we are down to our number one. Who's going to be number one. I, uh, this is good. Chop top. Who is your number one vocalist of all time? For me, uh, again, it goes by, yeah, it's, it's personal and it's, it's the way his music moves me and, and all the different incarnations of bands he's been in. Uh, Paul Rogers, oh. singer for free, Bad Company, The Firm, the yeah. solo stuff. He even had that stint oh. with Queen, which did a wonderful job yeah. on it live tour with them. And uh, yeah, I just, it's stuff from, you know, anything. I mean, Simple Man to uh, Bad Co., the title track. Uh, you know, can't get enough. I mean, I'm a huge Bad Company fan too, but then you go to the firm and you have that super group and two phenomenal albums, uh, you know, Satisfaction Guaranteed, and Money Can't Buy, and All the King's Horses, you know, Live in Peace. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I can't say enough about it. I mean, it just, I can listen to Paul Rogers anytime. Yeah, All the King's Horses is a great song. <clears throat> yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very interesting. I know probably people are like, wow, Paul Rogers, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a surprising pick. I mean, it's a good it pick. Is. He's great, but it's a, it's a surprising pick, but I like it. And he's another one. He's another one that uh, he's in his like 70s as well. And he still sounds just as good as he did back then. Yeah, the, the stuff he did with Queen a couple years ago was just unbelievable. You Wasn't know, it? It was just like, yeah. yeah. And I'm glad Amber Adam Lambert's with Queen now because right, he's actually right. on my honorable mention list was Adam Lambert because he's got yeah, an amazing voices. But Great uh, replacement. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, um, it, it, you know, so that's an interesting pick there, Chop. All right. Very interesting. All right, Dredd, your number one vocalist of all time. so yeah i think this was he was uh yeah i, I gotta go with jeff tate here for me ah. mm-hmm. as far as pure vocalist i know bruce as a front man is is an all-time front man but when it comes to just pure uh vocalists i gotta i gotta give my number one vote to jeff uh you know he might not be the front man to be have the bde like bruce does mm-hmm. um but what he does have i think is the best vocals of anyone in the business um particularly in his early years where he had more range, mm-hmm. you know, but he still sings. He's always sung with that passion that we talk about yeah. the emotion and sure. He can, he can draw it out of you. And uh, you hear it like in songs I, like rhythm of hope. Boy, it just, yeah, it, yeah. it's just a, a beautiful, beautiful song there. Yeah. It's almost like he's uh, it's almost like watching a, a really good actor. You know, there's like a subtle nuances that really make a performance great. You know, it's not overacting that makes an actor good. It's the subtlety of what they do. Right. And I think Jeff has so many little subtle nuances in his in his singing mm-hmm. approach that really is what makes it great. On top of the range, like he has everything mm-hmm. <laughs> that you could ever oh, want yeah. in a singer. Yeah. <laughs> and he There's... just puts it all together so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, one of the most memorable later day shows of, you know, Queensryche was uh, me and Montag. We saw uh, the American Soldier Tour. Mm-hmm. Oh my and God, what was that so cool album, about man. that he did that whole you know he did like that trilogy you know different songs from rage for order empire and operation and man he performed that flawless it sounded fantastic yeah. we were right at yeah. the soundboard yeah. too montag on that one right so that was yeah great. and when he's when he's singing some of the songs for american soldier mm-hmm. everyone was crying like when it coming home yeah Ball. everyone was oh, just yeah. fucking sobbing <laughs> and when joe and i or, excuse me chop and i looked at each other and we're like, like are you all let's right, just buddy? let's just hope he doesn't <laughs> sing that song and then he brings his daughter out to sing with him like we're like oh, you know we oh, were just a mess crushed my heart 
yeah, it was just it was so moving those songs. Yeah, uh, and, and I've never song. not cried listening to that album. Oh, I, yeah, every single time. It's yeah. never not. I've never not teared up. Oh, it's it's it is an emotional. Yeah, it, it takes a toll on you emotionally and uh, yeah. listening to it. So, right. So, yeah, Jeff Tate, he can't argue with that, man. I mean, he was up there, no. too. It was a struggle. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. where do I put him? Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I hear those songs and then his voice is so warm on some songs like Silent Lucidity. And mm-hmm. I hear the emotion like like and uh, Della Brown. Um, yeah. I, Another Rainy em- Night. Yeah. Some yeah of those that more that Empire album is mm-hmm. it's it's so different than operation mind crime yeah. what an interesting follow but it's like so beautiful i mean it's it just really a is. luscious album mm-hmm. but yeah his voice um uh, yeah i just he just has the range and the power mm-hmm. from hearing queen of the reich or take hold of the flame all the way to della brown or you know anything his range is amazing so yeah i can't argue mm-hmm. with that pick there uh dreadful <sighs> all right my number Drum one home. Don't let you us go, down. No, I won't. I think I'm going to make up. I'm going to make up for my number eight here. Uh, Ronnie James Dio for me, Dio. Um, yeah. As far as emotion, and I remember the very first song I heard from them that I, I knew it was him was uh, "Rainbow in the Dark," uh, and just felt that power mm-hmm. and those guitar riffs. And I was like, "What on earth?" <laughs> uh, and then I heard, you know, I hadn't listened to the Black Sabbath stuff, but then when I watched heavy metal and I heard Mob Rules. I didn't know it was the same singer, you know, and there's like this amazing big power. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've talked about him. So, I mean, Dio for me is everything in a, in a rock musician vocalist mm-hmm. that you could want. And hands down, I'm sure he, you know, Elf wasn't metal, but you know, uh, you know, right. he, he could sing anything. He could sing blues. Mm-hmm. He could sing metal. He, you know, he, he could sing any thing multifaceted for sure yeah. yeah so it's just it's not a surprise that he's some of these singers are on our list that we all love and uh yeah just you know I, there are times where i'll hear him and especially like when i hear i'll watch people's reactions like like uh music reaction <laughs> videos i think yeah. i think it was um oh who, who was it what's her face oh the charismatic voice charismatic voice thank you yeah and she just she loves dio so yeah much. she's become a real big fan big of fan and there are times where i see her her face respond and light up and there are times where i just want to cry because i know that feeling i like yeah. yes that was how i felt like oh this amazing this amazing voice so and and i still miss him terribly um, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, this, in this world there's a void that's never ever ever since yeah exactly it's just it's just not going to be replaced and no. um I wish I could have had a, a chance to just meet that guy and just, just to say thank you. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yes. You just want that moment to say, mm-hmm. and he's heard it a million times, but I think every time is special for him to hear that, how much yeah. a fan likes his music. I mean, how, you know, so, but uh, yeah, there's our top 10. I, 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 if we have any honorable mentions, I think we should, we should mention them now honorably. Um, Cause I, you know, <laughs> my, my list of 20 some, some uh, singers had to be cut down severely. Uh, I, um, chop, chop, go ahead. Let's, let's oh, hear some okay. of mentions. couple that I'm going to throw out there. Number one, Chris Cornell. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another a voice of an angel. I mean, can absolutely <clears throat> that style and sing anything. And uh, I'm very surprised. I didn't put it. I had such a hard time, guys, just like you. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, from his Soundgarden stuff, Audio Slave. I mean, my God, like a stone makes me want to weep. Um. And just even his solo stuff. And it, I mean, to cover songs, you know, like nothing compares to you and 
and you know, and Billy Jean did a cover of, I mean, and it's all acoustic and, and he, he transcends it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Chris Cornell was fantastic. And another one, an honorable mention, uh, be surprising kind of people, but Blackie Lawless. Yeah. He was, Blackie. he was on my initial list. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. I gotta say, you know, um, even, you know, here's a guy who can, you know, rip it up, you know, and blind in Texas and everything else, mm -hmm. the songs we all know and love, but then the ballads are so moving mm -hmm. and a hell of a melodic singer when it comes out. And he can really, he really draws at the heartstrings on some of those uh, slower songs. And his voice so. is distinctive. It <clears throat> would not be Wasp without him singing. That's what I think I like Absolutely. so much about him. It's like, you cannot separate Wasp and Blackie Lawless. The, the, it is just, it, he's just too identified with that sound, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. A third yeah. one I'll throw out there is uh, Sabotage, John Oliva. Mm -hmm. I think the power there in him and the Mountain King himself. And uh, wow, what a legacy, you know, and especially those early albums and everything. Uh, of course, Zach Stevens was a nice replacement. And, and John's yeah. still very different, very different yeah. styles of different those styles. two guys. Mm -hmm. But uh, boy, that power. I mean, Hall yeah. of Mountain King, that song. Strange oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, I remember oh, that album. listening to that album a lot and dread Oh, my room. God. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, good good times working on D and D stuff. Yeah, right. But there, there's, yeah, there's a few of mine, guys. So yeah, yeah. I considered him. Yes. I considered like uh, Matt Barlow from Ice yes. Earth. Love Same that here. Guy. Same I considered here. Ripper, Ripper Owens, mm -hmm. but yeah. like he's so close to Halford. I, I, you got to go Halford, and then right. Ripper. You know, like they're almost one and the same, but I think there are certain things that Ripper does that I, I kind of like a little more. His voice is lower certain... in the register, like Matt right. Barlow. He got that. Mm -hmm. He got that low end in a way that kind of warms warms the voice but he can still hit those high notes yeah mm -hmm. and then yeah. odd ones i mentioned uh, on yours just as a joke but like adele i, I love her voice yeah uh, oh it's gorgeous absolutely phenomenal and, mm -hmm. yeah and her music is very moving to me sure uh, you know her first album <clears throat> one album is great um mm -hmm. i haven't listened to anything off the new one but yeah so mm -hmm. those are good flicks too um uh, some of mine ann wilson from heart Oh yeah, you know, I mean, Bar I mean, Bar totally Bar forgot about her. I know yeah. it's like, and if you've seen her when they when they did the 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 um, Kennedy Center Honors for Led oh Zeppelin, when they heard them Talk singing the movie. Stairway to Heaven, the live performance. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that Dread Bull. Yes. No, I, I don't think so. Oh, okay, after we're done, go on there, be <laughs> okay. prepared to cry. Uh, you're gonna bawl oh, your wow. eyes out. It is okay. it is so moving, and I'm not a Led Zeppelin fan, um, but I'm just just still so moved by this performance. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Wow. um just yeah i was like you watch it you're just gonna cry um awesome. it is it is it was breathtaking i yeah i would uh, bring i'd along say 100 me. views on it alone came yeah me. <laughs> yeah bring along mrs treadbull wow. i think you're both gonna enjoy it yeah um, okay. and that was which performance that was at, it's uh, live kennedy center's <laughs> live just just to yeah. uh heart heart uh, stairway, stairway to heaven, to heaven. live okay. yeah i think okay. it's the kennedy center uh, honors i think yeah. they were being honored let's up was being honored gotcha um okay a couple other ones uh ian gillen uh, the singer for for oh yeah purple Hotel. oh yeah. ian gillen ian i was thinking ian, ian uh, anderson, anderson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah ian gillen he sang for deep purple he sang for yeah, black no. sabbath on the born again album uh i mean he's singing on some of those mk2 deep purple albums again powerful bluesy he sang on the you know the perfect strangers album you know you can't right. hear you know that's Damn the voice of deep purple for me um <laughs> A surprising pick, uh, Boy George. Um, I really? think I think his vocals are really great. And again, it's not so much the emotional content for him. I think he has a, a beautiful voice. But again, it's the idea of time and place. You cannot separate Culture Club's music without his voice. Like, do you want to really hurt me, or, or yeah, do you really want to hurt me? I think is again, it's a beautiful song. Um, again, it's it's just, you can't separate 
his voice from that music. Um, going into the classical world, Pavarotti uh, opera. I mean, his wow. his his voice is just again. If you want to bring it to tears, just listen to some Pavarotti. Mm. It, he's just <clears throat> again outstanding and amazing. Um, in the last couple, Miles Kennedy was a was a hard one to um, to not bring in. I listened to stuff that he did with Alter Bridge and uh, right. you know Blackbird. Um, it just just make you weep. And then Adam Lambert, I had messed uh, talked before, especially when he was on American Idol. Some of the songs, his version of uh, Ring of Fire, I thought was just haunting and, huh. and amazing. And then uh, Freddie Mercury. You know, how do you, how do you uh, not have Freddie Mercury? How, I, I, know, man. I know it's like after uh, I finish my list, I'm like, I forget Freddie right before the right. show yeah. we got on. I'm like, I forgot Freddie right. Mercury. Yeah, exactly. And it's should, like, he should absolutely be on this list. It, yeah. And it was, be it honest. was I, I know it's like, it's just an amazing, you cannot separate well, the man, the Montag, voice from the sound. Freddie should have been, Freddie should have been, you know, maybe number eight and Bruce could have been higher. <laughs> but then but who's going <laughs> to, we're not letting it go. No, who's good. Who would you take off the list? You know, um, right. Who Again, this, right, right, right. This is the top 10. It, it is, it is difficult. A top 20 would have been comfortable for us all. I think you so. Know, yeah. A lot more comfortable. Even dread might've come in and actually did the rules right and picked up the genres. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Rules. Oh, I thought we were metal fans. <laughs> yeah. Shit about rules. We're metal I'm a Fuck you guys. That's right. <laughs> I got rule breaking energy. RBE. RBE. I'm a wild card. I'm a rock and roll rippy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. This oh, is a good brilliant. list, guys. This was really, really good. Uh so so much variety. A lot of a lot of song or artists that were really uh, surprises to me from both of you and and uh but then again we all had those common i knew we were gonna we i knew we were all gonna have bruce dickinson dio um jeff tate rob halford i knew we were all gonna have those four it was yeah. like yeah those four are yeah it, it's you can't escape can't not be can't, right? exactly you can't not <laughs> well they're, but, they're part of our formation you know our, our identities and stuff yeah. and how we got into metal to begin with and yeah and just music in general too so yeah that's why they're right. so powerful and still stand atop the they're kind yeah. of foundational singers too like they yeah this sort of uh Mm -hmm. you know set the standard for a lot of other mm -hmm. a lot of singers to follow yeah and had we pushed that list to 20 i might have even thrown bono in there you know i love the hmm. early u2 yep. the first three albums yep. i think are phenomenal agreed and there's that raw quality like in boy i just really love that album um bono if you're out there you want to come on our show <laughs> uh, we'd love to have you um you know you might who knows uh but yeah this is a good list uh gentlemen this was really 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 good Oh, impossible top vocalist of all time. Uh, anything any, anybody want to say before we get out of here? No, just uh, Bruce should have been higher on your list. But. <laughs> you know, I mean, that was a real, real yeah, disappointment. When, when he comes on, he's going to really say, so come. I was number eight on your list. Hey, Montag. Number eight, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'll be and, talking to these two guys. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'll be fielding yeah. questions from them only. Uh, put the other guy on mute. I'll talk That's to you, gentlemen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Put on the dunce cap. You're going to sit there and be quiet, <laughs> quietly listen yes. while the exactly. adults speak. <laughs> I'll fence you. I'll fence you. I'll fence you to prove you, you wrong. You've skewered oh, my God. reputation. Yeah, I, I think Bruce, I would like to hear Bruce's top 10 vocalist list. Oh, that'd be, that would be That would be awesome. Yeah. That'd be interesting. 
to do uh mm-hmm. what his what his vocalists are so hey uh you can find heavy metal horror on unsaneradio.com listen to full episodes or download to your device you can find us on facebook heavy metal horror podcast on instagram look for montag lewis one word and you are on our youtube page heavy metal horror podcast we're there too don't forget the subscribe button uh and if you know someone who'd like our show tell them about us this has been montag master of illusion chop top red oh. <laughs> you've been watching and listening to heavy heavy metal, metal. top 10 list <laughs> oh. this is doug helbring and you have been listening to heavy metal horror the best podcast that you've never heard before